Welcome to Blockbusted, the movie review podcast where the two hosts break the first and second rule of Fight Club. I'm thinking of your nihilistic imagination, Mitch. And I'm Jazz. And today we are looking at Fight Club and Bottoms. We did it. We got through the intro. That's such a groovy little number. It it's uh royalty free, so it does give we, that off, but I do like it. Yeah, uh, which um I kind of managed to somehow circumvent every single time because uh the novelty of going royalty free obviously is that you don't need to get the rights. Mm-hmm. But I use so much uh royalty not free music that I think we we're, we're still liable for many many of. Yeah. You're gonna be yeah. sued. Yeah. Hi, Jazz. You're not Max. Hey. <laughs> I'm I'm not Max. I'll never be Max, but I am here to bring a fresh take. Well, I guess the issue is that Max was never actually real. He was just a figment of my imagination. Is that uh, a reference? Is this a reference? Am I referencing a? Is a this film? canon? <laughs> this is um yeah. This is blockbuster canon. We're like Rick and Morty. We're like twenty episodes in, and now finally we're getting to a canon episode. <laughs> We're just going to do all of those. Remember when? Remember that one podcast? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this episode, we're looking at two different clubs of fighting. Woo! Of varying degrees of what they're actually meant for. One for nihilism yeah. and the other one for... For Punani. Lesbians. Or, uh, lesbians. Yeah. But, and also women empowerment. It Maybe? was yeah. Well, that's that's the question we're gonna discuss. We'll, today. Answer, we'll answer that later. Yeah, we're well, looking at Fight Club and Bottoms. Uh, spoiler alert for both of those films. If you had to fight someone, anyone, who would it be? Um, well, anyone. Yeah, anyone. Oh my god. Hmm. I think, I think I would. I would want to win the fight. Mm. Of course. Mm. Um, or maybe I'd like the person so much that being beat up by them would be an honor. Interesting. So I Interesting. guess it's like which road? I might crossroads. Well, we'll come back to this question. We'll, we'll, I'll it. let you ponder it, and we'll, we'll I'll ask it again at the end I'm sure of the um, podcast. I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should, but I don't. Um, I have two more questions because that's one of the three. Well, let's let's get into the review. Actually, let's get into the review. <laughs> okay, let's. <laughs> All right, Fight Club, directed by the man, the myth, the legend, David Fincher, and released in 1999, the glorious year for cinema. It stars Edward Norton, Brad Pitt, Meatloaf, mm-hmm. Helena Bonham Carter, and Jared Leto. Jazz, what is Fight Club about? Wow, what a question. So, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me it's just right. look up the character's names. Well, Edward Norton doesn't have a character name. Wait, the main guy doesn't have a character name? Edward, that's, that's, the, that's a classic thing. Edward Norton's character never actually has a name. Okay, good, because I thought I was lacking, like, comprehension skills. No, it's no, like, no, okay. he's, um, he's, he's dubbed the narrator in IMDb, and I don't know what he's dubbed in the actual credits for the movie, but he's never, because he gives off a bunch of random names going to the different rehab ones. Yes. And then obviously Tyler Durden is technically him. Spoiler. Uh, 
that's the, that's 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 the main spoiler of the movie, right? But no, t- technically Tyler Durden's him, but he himself never actually gives a name. Because oh, yeah. he, yeah. he has that line where he's like, I am Jack's raging boner yeah. Like Jack's like, Jack's feeling <laughs> of being left behind by your mom at the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's yeah. verbatim what he said. When I he, remember that clearly. Yeah, I wrote that down actually. It's on my hand. Uh, but yeah, what's um, but what's yes, Edward okay. Norton doing in this movie? <laughs> okay, so Edward Norton, the character, <laughs> that name <laughs> character, is struggling a little bit in life. He's not sleeping. His job is deeply depressing and unethical. He gets little pleasure, and the little pleasures he has is buying IKEA furniture. We've all been there. Later on, is going to um support groups like Alcoholics Anonymous, Tumor Awareness. I think that's one. Brain eating parasites. That's wild. I would probably go to that just out of you reckon curiosity, probably. Yeah. And finds out that having a good cry with strangers can help him sleep, and then he meets Helena. He was so slay, like she better work. Uh, and it's all messed up again. He loses sleep, and then he bumps into the intimidatingly gorgeous Brad Pitt, Tyler Durden, um, while on a business trip. Can you interrupt? Sorry. No, of course. What an Adonis! What a what a specimen of a man, Brad like, Pitt. I think he peaked in that movie. It, I think. There's I don't few- want to agree with you, but I do. <laughs> like, I think he does. Yeah. He's, I mean, there's a few other around that, that 90s period. Yeah. Like, distractingly gorgeous. Like, I guess, I'm sorry, I don't know what you said. I fine. don't know a word he said. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like, can you not be so perfect, please? I need yes. you to just not. You got, like, this is like, you know, him becoming, he's kind of in his grunge era in this one movie. Yeah. But then, because you got, like, Boy Scout look when you're in Meet Joe Black, when mm. it's like he's super young and he, he's, but he's also the Reaper of Death, and you're like, slay me please <laughs> jesus take the wheel yeah but, i mean i'm not um i've always been very secure in my gender but mm-hmm. seeing him just running around being like a little menace i mean gender envy like just to be like a hot guy that like pisses Dude. in clam chowder oh and makes goodness. soap and jumps over fences like i missed out I drew a short straw. I wish I could say that's what my life is like, but it's really not. <laughs> well, well, you know, if you find like a liposuction <laughs> clinic but yeah. nearby. So between the two of them, though, they, they start a fight club. Yes, yes. The titular so fight mean, club. That's why I really am dragging. I'm like literally just retelling like it's not wikipedia jazz okay i interrupt okay. i interrupted as well to to gush over brad pitt so that's more that's yeah, on me as yeah. well <laughs> but yes tyler draws edwin in and they start a fight club that then turns into a organization slash terrorist group slash cult where they're just sort of wanting to dismantle society in a quite a violent anarchist way mm. and yeah edward's sort of dealing with that <laughs> trying to continue his old life you know going to work but it's not the same mm-hmm. and he's living in like a shack and there's this obviously this love interest slay helena and i think yeah it's this a slow degradation of his mind um and we're along for the ride just there we're there as, 
as the Pixies would say, where is his mind? Oh, I, we we probably shouldn't skip to the end, but that you're, ending. You're right. Okay, so it's wait. very good. So Chill. I'm gonna assume. Did you enjoy it? Well, I'm not gonna assume. I'm gonna ask. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> I did. I did. Because the last time I saw it was like I think I was too young, you know, mm. and like was just not. I think just not that engaged with it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, it's quite like a grungy sort of story. It's, everyone's very, like, poetic and it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's not engaging for, like, a young lass, maybe. No. Although that is a broad assumption, but I wasn't engaged personally. But watching it again, I was like, yes, this is so good. This specific young lass wasn't into it, but now this more mature, older lass, way into it. Older. Interesting choice of words. <laughs> older, not old. <laughs> Wiser. Why is a more more in tune with the world mm. and and the ways of it? Yeah, I but yeah, I I yo yo on this movie a lot. Yeah, uh, you it's not a uh, it's not a, a, a well kept secret that this movie's kind of a meme at this point. Uh, specifically because a lot of dude bros freaking love this movie. They watch mm-hmm. it and they go, "Oh, we should." burn each other with hydrochloric acid and punch each other in the face and dude he's literally me because brad pitt is i guess brad pitt was brad pitt like the proto ryan gosling a little bit i think so but i feel like people like ryan gosling because he's kind of like the characters he plays are kind of like a little bit more pitiful you know what i mean like he's like sad boy that's actually a really good point brad is like he doesn't give a fuck and he's like, I'm hot shit. Especially his character of Tyler. Like he... Oh my goodness. I don't think he feels sad. I don't think he ever expresses sadness really in that movie. It's just him being like, it's like anger and like delight. He can't express sadness because as as it's found out by the end of the movie that it's... um. So he's true. not real. He's not a real person, and he's a, a figment of what Edward Norton wishes he was, which is just yes. vengeful and uncaring which is kind of contradictory as well like to be so un to be so and like against caring about stuff but also so intent on destroying it it means you do care i'd say so and i guess once again that's probably an even deeper dive into like what the actual message of the film is which is that dude go to therapy that's the message So, so many films in general could be fixed if the main protagonist just went to therapy. But I feel like David Fincher really is just kind of like looking you at you through the screen and being like, "Guys, go to therapy." Yeah, all like, this will happen. All this, all this bottled up anger and rage and resentment and all that. Mm. It may form a sexy Adonis such as Brad Pitt, but you also may end up blacking out and blowing up a bunch of credit card buildings. And so, blowing up his neck a little bit as well. Oh, you're true. Because oh, so he come on his cheek. Like I was trying to figure that out. Seen that either? Because he had like I'm trying to think of it like anatomically. It just I thought yeah, I thought he was blowing his head off. I thought he must be facing down. I, for the first few times I watched this movie, I thought there was never actually a he didn't actually ever really shoot himself. As far as I, I thought, it was kind of like it was in his head. He shot himself, and that was and that killed Tyler. But that's not how it no. worked. But that means he shot himself through the cheek, which means wouldn't he have shot Tyler through the cheek? Well, that's because yeah, Tyler died well, in that Tyler's moment. A full like back of the head splattered out like that, you, like the classic. Like is that a classic? I don't know. Um, <laughs> the but, classic shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> because but he's his head's not like that. He's he's he shot himself through the, mm. the left side of his face somehow. 
like his throat, like here. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't I was a, I, I was gonna bring that up. I don't know geography. I, I didn't do but, biology. I did dude, French. I, I I did German, man. I can say mine leaving as in his kartoffelsalat. So, All right. yeah, it, that means my favorite food is potato salad, by the way. Okay. Every single German speaker in our audience is going to be screeching into the, okay, like, their phones, be like, that's not what he said. You said. Not what, wait, what's the German accent? German. That is not what you said. That's not the God of Schwarzenegger, huh? That's almost, yeah, that's almost <laughs> But maybe, okay. Fight Club. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Fight Club. <laughs> Fight Club. <laughs> No, so the, from the very beginning, it's so in your face. Like that song that they play right at, over the credits. Mm. Uh, that was so, that slapped. That it, intro it's song. It's good, right? I've actually been listening to it just That's on my really- phone. Walk, I've, I went on my hot girl walks and I've been putting that in my ears and just banging that out. Yeah. I, it, it it gets the blood. I think I might put it in my running mix. Honestly, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. It it's so it intense. is a blood pumper. And then, and like, what is the what's the um visuals of that? I forgotten what it was. I literally so there's a lot of like neurons firing and going through the brain. And I then was- and then we open on we we start uh at the end, which is called yeah. it's a French word. Oh, what's it called when you uh, start at the end? Bonjour. Yeah, that's uh, the one. Uh, <laughs> It's like um, uh, it's you saw it like mid scene. It's not not mise en scène. No, come on, cinema studies. Think. Oh no, we both were in the same class. We both did it. Uh, it's called what? I'm typing it up. I can't. Yeah, I can't not know this. Get out of your head. I mean, it what is. A, it's a cyclical is... sort of ending. When thing? Okay, what is it called when you start a movie at the end? That is not at all what I asked. Uh, no, no, MacGuffin. That's definitely not it. What book ending? What is this? None of these are the words I was looking for. Uh, uh, media, media res, media res. Oh, like, I've never heard are, that. Uh, maybe I'm using it wrong. <laughs> In media, like res. um, Mega Mind. Like Megamind. The, pr- the practice of beginning an epic or other narrative by plunging into a crucial situation that is part oh. of a related chain of events. So I, I guess like technically it's not starting at the end, but in media res can mm-hmm. count as starting in at like the, the end. In like the most heated moment. Exactly. Like, Which I guess up? the ending is the most heated moment in this movie, as most movies probably should have their climaxes be. It, mm. Not going to say all of them, but I think most of them should right. kind of have the heated moment at the end. And it's good because... Um, because it starts with like the two of them, you you automatically assume like those are the two characters. That's the main two individual characters. They're not the same person. There's no way. He's got a gun to his head. So you like, they've already tricked you. Yeah. Before like anything, you already yeah. False sense of well, security. Because I guess it's important to point out. I, the first time I watched this, I knew that I knew the twist, Ooh. but you didn't. No. Nah. Which is actually very impressive. No, so I, like, my parents were, um, they watched it with me and they were so excited. They were like, wait, what? Oh, watch awesome. that bit. What? Watch, watch. And I'm like, what? And it, and I was really, but I was so confused. I was like, that doesn't make any sense, but it does. And I think once you need to watch it again, I think. It's one of those, yeah. Because watching it again, so many things 
fell into place and I like saw all of the characters differently. It was really, yeah. it was good. Well, because you can, I think they paid a lot of extra special attention to make sure that Tyler did work as that thing. Because like there's a lot of twists where it turns out that like, I mean, the one that I'm going to point, it's not exactly like this situation, but it's one I, I point to that doesn't work the most is Now You See Me, which is the movie about where I tried mm. to make magicians oh, look cool. Um, and I really don't like that movie um, for a lot of what? reasons. I'm not a huge fan. Other people can enjoy it, but I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I won't judge you for liking it much. Much. Uh, much. Uh, but what it does do that kind of annoys me is that Mark Ruffalo, the twist, oh, spoiler, by the way, spoiler for Now You See Me, which is a somewhat old film. I'm not going to feel bad about spoiling this one. Catch uh, up. Catch up. Yeah, get on it, guys. In Now You See Me, it, Mark Ruffalo plays an FBI agent who is chasing the four uh, magicians across the world. And then the big twist is that he was actually one of them. He was also a magician, but they didn't even know that. And now the problem is, is that there are points in the film where we're left alone with Mark Ruffalo and he's still acting as a police officer though. So technically the movie kind of lied to you to get that uh, mm. across. And all you have to do, all you have to do to fix that is just make sure that the, that the main female uh, cop is in every single scene he's in. Cause then yeah. there's no reason for him not to act that way. It's just, it's such a simple fix. I guess is my, my problem is it's just make sure there's a character there as well every single time. But they just didn't do that. And so instead, the movie kind of lies to you a little bit to make sure that this kind of goes through. And Fight Club kind of does that a little bit because there's like scenes where it doesn't, you would think it doesn't work. But there's a level of that they then go to the end and go, I was watching myself. I was watching in third person. I was disassociating. And mm. that kind of like, that, cover, that covers it enough for me. And I think there's I enough cleverness that. in there to, for me to give it some goodwill. I don't know about what you think. About like it all tying all the loose ends up. Yeah, or like it's just like the idea that it turns out that Brad Pitt's not real, and how his character mm. reacted with the world, and how they explain what we saw, and how their interactions worked. I was wondering mm. how you th did. You think it was like a cop out or not, or did you think it worked? There was a couple moments. I think when it came to like Tyler going, like catching planes and going like interstate and all this stuff, and I'm like. Mm. He was gone for so long, and like, was he was Edward Norton asleep the whole time? Like, I don't know. I feel like when it, I guess, I guess that's kind of like the scary part is is because he has they've established early that he has those times where he like falls asleep and he wakes up and he's somewhere else. Like, he mm. already has that thing where he's on autopilot. So I guess, I guess they sort of do cover it. But I'm also like, like, come on, dude. Exactly. It's like, get, get a grip of yourself. There is that one throwaway, throwaway line where he's putting it all together and he's thinking, have I been falling asleep later or earlier? Have I been sleeping in later? He starts saying stuff like that, but it's nothing we saw. And it, yeah. kinda, it, it could have even been 80 yard in to just cover that part. But yeah. as, I, as I said, I think there's enough cleverness in there for me to kind of give it some leeway and be like, hey, all right. It's fine. Because, I mean, the movie is not meant to be kind of taken as literally as Now You See Me is meant to be taken as well. Yeah. It's, it's got this dreamlike, I've used this term so many times, but it's got like this dreamlike quality to it. It's got this, you know, drug haze. It's, mm. I don't think you're meant to take everything that happens in it quite literally. Because obviously it's it's quite absurd what happens in this movie in yeah, they get away so with many ways. <laughs> They're sort of just like, yeah, like vigilantes sort of running around. and Yeah. 
not a lot of repercussions. What What do you think about their cause? Like, what do you are you are you backing them or you like nah? Um. Oh, I just feel like like with the credit card buildings and stuff. I just feel like that wouldn't work. But maybe because it's like the nineties, they were a little more. That's like, actually a really good point because I'm curious. I was I was thinking about that too when I was watching. Yeah. Was like, is it like because obviously nowadays it's all in the the cloud. Sort of yeah, if a yeah, building blows up, up a million times. Exactly. So it's like it wouldn't work. Blowing up a building gets rid of no records unless they haven't gone digital, which at this point in time is insane. If you haven't, especially credit card companies, I mean, they have to be right for for you to be successful in this today's world. You'd have to be a digital company if you're a credit card company, right? Yes, like sure. I can't imagine them anyone still being uh, analog and on paper. So yeah. yeah, I assume maybe back then it would have worked, but nowadays you'd have to what blow up like 16 different servers it'd be such a bigger job to do one building as well like one equivalent building it'd be so much yeah. bigger <laughs> oh yeah goodness. i agree i think i think it's definitely like it fight club can't exist post the time it was made i think like even just like you know if there was yeah. like mobile phones and everything like like with the fight club like someone's tweeting it yeah you'll know someone's well, then again that. there's like that idea that you're meant to break the rules of the fight club or like those first two rules because mm-hmm. the idea is you're supposed to be breaking the rules of society and so and also the, obviously the rules do break because mm. people are talking about it you have to so that's tyler trying to get you to or the narrator even trying to get you to get in the mindset of break the rules which then again means we mm. are kind of part of the fight club too because we're talking about it right now yeah. but i guess we were never part of it really because they say the first time members have to fight We've oh, not true. Does that mean we have to f- duke it out next time we meet? Yeah. I'll meet just, you in the parking lot right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just we'll I'm just sorry. go into the city. Uh, we'll duke it out in front of the um, Melbourne Central Emporium. Yeah, it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. No police are gonna. It's a club. It's a club. If you go in your ninety and I wear something like whack, I'm sure they'll just think we're <laughs> drugged out. <laughs> they, they'll think we're they just will. drugged yeah. out. Yeah. They will, because there's. I think nothing can phase the people of Melbourne because we've all seen something completely whack. <laughs> Little did you know, uh, Melbourne's actually the home for an eldritch monster and we all just kind of live with it uh, and we don't talk about it very often either. We're the bravest uh, podcast to be able to say it out loud like that. <laughs> yeah, that's like saying Voldemort. Like you've just, you've <gasps> that monster into your life, into your heart. Yeah, I may die tonight. Uh-oh. It's going to be a new, we're getting a complete like changeover of the podcast. First it's me. Yeah, first and then it's I'm going to be on someone else. Who, you gonna, who, oh, I mean, it wouldn't be really much interesting to talk about who you'd bring in because no one else is going to know who they are. <laughs> oh, you know, Bradley from. I love that guy. <laughs> no, I'd bring the Eldritch Monster on for a chat. Oh, be like, Sir Jazz, what did you think of the film? <laughs> I just feel like representation really matters. I feel it's really important that people of the same nationality play the same characters. He's actually a really work guy. He's a really work guy. Yeah, for his age, he's pretty, like, current. He's, like, infinite years old, but yet he's kind of with it. <laughs> I guess, like, if you can see all of time and space at once, you, you kind of know when the times are changing. So, you know. Yeah, you would know all. Yeah, I, it must be hard. It must be hard. <laughs> Well, it must be hard knowing all. Oh. Like no surprises. Life without surprise sounds boring. <laughs> it's a, it's a really, it's really fun, which is surprising because it's 
kind of like a dark movie, but mm. I don't know. Have you seen many other David Finches? Um, I actually haven't, but let me just have a quick. I can move. I can go off the top of my head real quick, a couple. Um, so we have probably my least favorite of his, which is uh the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which oh no way, which is an insane film for him to make, I reckon. But it's also that's Brad Pitt again as well. Brad also, Pitt- clearly. Brad Pitt must be his muse because he's in like, I'm looking at it now, bit. he's in like over five of his movies. Has- yeah, so hold on, let me see if I can do it. So it's yeah. this one, yep. Benjamin Button, seven, mm-hmm. which means I need two more. Shit. Uh, I don't think he did Benjamin Button. David oh. Fincher definitely did Benjamin Button. I'm going gaze right now. I swear he did Benjamin Button. And if he didn't, I will eat my microphone cover. Live oh, on no. air. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was. It just wasn't popping up in his. Um, <gasps> he did Gone Girl. That is so. C- he Can did do go- Gone Girl. This? Pun. Can we say cunt on this? Uh, that's the one where we just kind of don't say. We usually bleep that right, out. I'll, I'll, bleep, I'll bleep it out. Oh my god, Gone Girl. That is so gorge. <laughs> so female <laughs> genitalia. <laughs> that's that's so vag. Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna get into a lot more vag talk once we get onto bottoms because there's oh, yeah, it's only you right. may have to lead that because i may not feel like i have the right to really talk about that that's why you brought me on here just in preparation for bottoms you Look, your token. I, I reckon that i felt like max and i just really weren't the people to talk about it so i felt we needed to get some representation in and no God, that's fair aren't we like i i forgot that we didn't even talk about like why max isn't here we'll do about later I'll do it in the next episode, maybe even. I don't know. Maybe we keep it mysterious. We just say oh, something different every time. No one knows. He 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 ran away to join not a circus, but like you know those um guys who do puppetry of the penis. I'm not familiar. No. They they do like um shows where they like dress up their penises and then do puppet shows with them. Apparently, it's very funny. I mean, it, I'd probably lull a bit. <laughs> I could lull. lull. I could. I could lull with that. I would lull. I'd lull a little bit, depending on the quality yeah. of the costume. You know. I reckon he, he ran away to join them. By the way, that's what okay. happened. We won't say any more than that. So there's yet yeah, uh, this movie. Um, David Fincher. He yeah. He's done. He he has a cheeky bit of a sense of humor. I reckon he yeah. seven isn't very funny. No. As far no. as I can remember, uh, Gone Girl. Really Gone Girl's kind of got like a bit of a dark sense of humor with like the Roseman Pike scenes, like kind of what she's doing. It's not mm. hilarious, but there's just certain points where she does stuff that is like that's funny but messed up in a way. Yeah, well she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's oh, she's just so perfect in that. Movie. She's so great. Uh, I love her so much. Resurfaced recently, the Cool Girl monologue. It's, Did it? Yes. It's been a while since I watched Gone Girl. I think I watched it yeah. once, and oh, then I, I was watched like, it way I, too young. Way too young. <laughs> With my mom. My mom is just the enabler. Like she, this is when we used to have our <laughs> quick flick, twick, twick, twick. I'm having a stroke. Twick, twick. This is when we used to have quick flicks and they'd mail, mail you um, a movie. Oh, so she I made, know, yeah. she got mailed Gone Girl and she watched it with me. And yeah, there's just been this and um, Black Swan I watched with her way too young. How old were you when you watched Black Swan? I would have been the, at the oldest, 11. Fuck. I watched that at maybe 17, 18 at like the yeah. youngest. And was I was just, like, damn, damn. Traumatic as frick. And I think Gone Girl, I would have been 
12 or 13, which is not as young, I guess not as young, but that's perfect I mean, age some for of those scenes are nah, like, perfect hello. Age. Perfect age for Gone Girl. <laughs> perfect to get that, that feminist um, <laughs> conversation going. Feminine rage, get it going early. <laughs> I I was such a wuss when I was younger. It took me a while to be able to start watching like the stuff I watch now. I was like horribly sensitive towards violence and horror and all that type of stuff. But now now desensitized as hell. Can watch anything pretty much. I mean, humans really aren't supposed to be watching that kind of thing. I don't think we're you know really. Just put me in World War Three, baby. I'm ready. I I'll oh. I'll murder I'll murder everything. I'm like a I've I've watched what's what's a movie that could be i've watched seven let's do that let's do that yeah i've watched seven i've watched seven it's right but but fight club was really gory i kind of forgot i mean the word fight is in the title but like i was i had to look away at some points it's because it's not even like it's because there's obviously the part where the um brad pitt gets shot in the back or he gets the back of his head blown out and edward nonnen blows out the side of his face which isn't actually that sounds worse than it actually is those parts are not the worst scenes it's like nah. the scenes like i think the probably the worst one's probably when jared letter gets his shit beaten yeah which to be fair couldn't happen to a better guy honestly like i no one <laughs> no one was more worthy than getting the shit beaten out of them than jared letter God, do I not like Jared Leto? Oh, I know, kind of satisfying. If you get mad at him, you can just watch oh, that one. Because it was like back when he was like maybe going to be a good actor, and he just absolutely mm-hmm. dropped the ball. He's got like dyed eyebrows in this, right? They look full- insane. Um, I see. This is what bring it back to that sense of humor when they're yeah. having the test and the people are standing out the front of the house, like to get recruited. Yeah, and he's like, "You can't join your." too blonde yeah he's like he takes a second to think of it he's like i uh, you're too blonde and i'm like yeah true because like meatloaf's directly next to him and the obvious thing to go for for meatloaf is that you're fat and you're old and blah blah blah. and then there's like but then there's just like this quite conventionally attractive young man who's also fit standing directly next to him he's like you're too blonde It's Too good. Blonde. Yeah, I love that bit. It reminds me of um, Legally Blonde. I was like, are they referencing oh. Fight Club? Because she, when she gets dumped in the restaurant, she's like, you're breaking up with me because I'm too blonde? That's the TikTok sound. I know that one. Do you think it's a reference? Do you think it's a I sneaky s- little It could be. It could be or it just could be two characters with blonde. And you know what? I haven't seen Legally Blonde. I've heard it's very good. And You've it's on my list. Put, put I see, that on the podcast list because that it's is. It's on my list. It's on my list. Great. It's on my list. It's I promise you. It's it's so it's great. in my letterboxed watch list. It's in there with the seven hundred other films Move that's there as well. Move it up the top top ten. Get watching. I actually put a movie up there today because I intend to watch it after the podcast. Ooh, it's not. Got, it's not something we're talking sneaky. about. It's just okay. something that. I'm, yeah. um, <laughs> let's, let's. That's not a sneak preview or anything. That's just me saying what I'm going to be doing after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, damn, we we managed to just not talk about this movie so much. Um, <laughs> no, but oh my god, that's so sorry. Just pop my lamp on. Just flash playing, flash playing me, flash playing yeah, me, bro. Oh god, I, I have my eyesight to just disappear. I didn't need it. It's fine. I'm already wearing glasses. That it's dead already. <laughs> Oh God! But it's as I was yeah. Sorry, David Fincher. He has a good sense of humor. Um, I don't. His most recent film, The Killer, 
that's on that was on Netflix, but I I went and saw it in cinema because uh, I'm a I'm a simp for the cinema, hey, and same. that's a very funny movie. Like yeah, I've been seeing ads for it. It's good. Oh, watch because it looks super serious in the ads, but it's yeah. really not. Like okay, it's cool. so because like the spoil probably an early joke it's very early like this is very early on in the film when this happens so i'm not not spoiling too much but like the the film starts with him already on a hit like he's he's because he's a killer he's a a titular killer uh and he's already on a hit and he's doing this monologue where it's like if bought if boredom if you're affected by boredom this is not the job for you and it's just like it, and as it says that in opening on him though, he's be, he's fallen asleep and he's like waking himself up. He's like, <gasps> like waking up. And so it's just like the oh irony God. of it. And then he's like going on about it, like, I am perfect. I've done this and I've done this and done this. And it just leads up to him missing his shot on the target, which is like what the rest of the movie is about. that so he fucked up this kill. So it's like the, the, the monologue cuts out for him just to say, fuck. And then like, it's just funny. It's a very funny that. movie. <laughs> It's and Michael no, Fassbender does it so well. It's very funny movie. Very there's a really good action sequence in there as well. Like the whole movie is an actiony, but there's like one really good fight in there as well by the guy who did Fight Club. What a twist! Um, yeah, it's I I like David Fincher a lot as a director. I don't think that's controversial to say. I he's, no, I think he's <laughs> a lot of, solid movies. He's pretty solid. He's got a good filmography. He seems to kind of like take his time to craft a film. Like he puts effort into it. He's not like um who who puts out a lot of movies. Um Taika Waititi? No, he does a lot. He waits a lot too. Also, he's not in favor right now with the media. Everyone hates him. Really? Yeah, people oh. do not like him right now. He's been he's been too cool. People hate to see uh, a person hydrated and in their lane. Because he married the pop star. Maybe he's just like feeling his voice a bit. Rita Ora? Yeah. Yeah, I knew that one. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, not, to, not to once again move focus, but... Yes. Uh, David has made a movie called The Goon. <sighs> is that the... Um, it's called the- Giamantes. <laughs> Oh, I'm thinking of Goon, which is a movie about a uh, uh, hockey ice hockey enforcer. Oh yeah, I'm looking at that. Is Can that the same it? movie or is that a different movie? No, this one's like animated. Interesting. It has Maybe Paul Giamatti in it. No, it's out. Yeah. Interesting. I've not heard of Goon. The Goon. Wild. Sorry. The, which yes, is a bit of an Goon. awkward title, especially for like what Goon means now. That's why I had to bring it up because yeah, trendy term at the moment. It's, you know what? If you want to know what to what it is, look it up at your own risk. I'm not explaining it on this podcast. I don't on your family need to. Computer, if that, if yeah, that on your family computer, no safe search, just straight in. Yeah, no regrets. As you can imagine, it's sexual based from the way we're describing it. That's Mom. all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, okay. it's uh, sorry, Fight Club, good movie. Hollywood yes. Carter, great. All the acting's really great. I love Brad Pitt yeah. is probably one of my favorite actors, not yeah. of all time, but just he's great. I, every single time he's in a movie, I'm like, thank goodness you're here. Not because the movie was bad, just because you make it better. Yeah. The one time his charisma has not been there was like day, not day Z, World War Z. Um, oh, which is like a yeah. really boring movie. I don't know if you've seen that yeah, one. Yeah. I watched um, a video essay about it. So that's gross, right? Bro. Yeah, it just seems like it flopped. Like, 
it just if you watch the video ace on it that means you know more than i do (laughs) yeah it just seems like it wasn't very good world building not a very good character like they didn't really make the character very well because it's based off like a graphic novel i think or a A book a book book. but it's like an anthology series it's not a uh Mm. it's not like a novel novel yeah yeah yeah. so they had like all this material and they just sort Mm. of like cut it down to like the bare bones of it where it's like zombie apocalypse and a dad it's like cool Mm. Couldn't give a shit. But speaking of book adaptions, Five Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> there are books. FNAF books are out. I wanted to talk about Fight Club, though, not Five Nights at Freddy's. We've done Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, I'm not done. touching it until the sequel comes out. No, so there's a, the Fight Club book, which famously was written by a gay man, I believe. Uh, and it's famous because this this movie and the book have kind of become synonymous with bro bro culture. Yeah. And all that, well, the movie and the book are sat- satirizing that exact culture. Mm. And yeah, it's just, it's that's curious to me. And I just, I think, because there's this idea of like, if you do satire, but people don't understand it's satire, you've done a poor job of satirizing it. If, you, mm. if, if it looks like it's just part of that culture. And so I was wondering what you think about it. Because I feel like a lot of people who have an issue with this movie because of the bro-ishness of it, they haven't seen it because uh, this movie kind of obviously condemns it that I, that, that do you think, or do you think it's a bit too subtle? I think, I think it could be taken literally. I think it, it yeah. maybe is a bit too subtle. I think in that, mm, because, yeah. because like I was saying before with that, like gender envy, I'm like a bunch of True. boys beating each other up, having a ciggy, making love to Helena Bonham Carter. Like, of course, people are going to be like, that's sick. I want to make a fight club. True. But when I think of like things like um, American Psycho, like that is so clearly satire, but people still, you know, clip it yeah. out of context or like admire Patrick Bateman. So I think like, you know what, no matter what kind of satire you make, if it has like an ounce of like toxic masculinity, you know, some group's going to take it literally or, you know, idolize it. I know I'll base my personality around it for at least two to three years. Uh, hey. That actually didn't happen. I didn't do that. Uh, I just wanted to make a joke, but then I realized it may, may make me sound horrible. Uh, did you, wait, this is off topic. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a film that you based your, yourself around when you were like during your teen years, your brain developing years? It wasn't so much I based my person. Oh, okay. I think I stole a bunch of personality traits from Matt Smith's doctor. Oh, uh, yes. because i i don't have adhd or at the very least i haven't been tested for it properly and i've never like all that but i am quite if i get into the zone or something i become very quick talking and i jump from idea to idea and yeah. matt smith's doctor did that too and so i kind of saw like oh but he can do it and look cool so i'm gonna try and steal that and do that and i was like 13 14 when i was watching yeah, like yeah, you know yeah time of development completely and i think i've accidentally kind of kept some of those so i, I feel like my my fight club is is series yeah. five to seven of doctor, doctor. <laughs> yeah he's not even my my doctor though because my doctor's david tennant but Me i just too. stole all my stuff from matt smith i think the other thing i would have probably stolen from is i would always try and kind of do my hair like brendan Fraser's in the mummy um, oh, like the coma of a sort of well, not it's not a coma. Oh, the four it, no, Leonardo it's DiCaprio. It's like a four Leonardo DiCaprio because they wanted DiCaprio yes. for the role, so they just did no Brendan way. Fraser's hair like that. Um, also, by the way, The Mummy is the perfect film. 
Yeah, so I watched that so much growing up. Oh, it's so good. However, another movie that freaked the shit out of me when I first watched it because I was so sensitive to violence and and like horrible stuff. The whole bug skin thing was like lost. It was the scene at the very start where they cut out his tongue. Like that type of stuff just freaked me out. I was like, because you don't even see it, but just the idea of it was like horrible to me. But that translates into a quick little sidebar I want to have when we'll talk about the movie, which I kind of mentioned before. Is that 1999 is kind of a sick year for yeah. films? Let me read out the top Listen ten, up. the top ten like highest grossing films, and then I'll read out some of like the lesser, not so highest grossing, but still well known. So, so number okay. one, which it has to be there, but I'm unhappy that it is, is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, which garbage oh. film. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. The prequels have been making a renaissance recently, but I'm not keen on that at all. Like, I just don't. I don't know about you, but do you have a, do you have any Star Wars opinion? I like no, I like Star Wars. Um, The Phantom Menace. That's when he's a little fella. Yeah, he's when Anakin's boy. like a little boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did not watch that one a lot. I watched it's not good. the one I watched the most, which I think is also disliked, but I kind of like it. It's the one, it's Anakin grown up and they go in that tournament with the monsters and they're like tied up to the pole. Attack of the Clones. Attack the Clones. I watched, because I had that two. one DVD. Oh, classic, and, um, yeah. Watched that one a lot. But I think because because the um, Star Wars universe is so oversaturated, I think people are just trying to get a little bit of nostalgia back. So they're like, you know, they're like, oh, you know, uh, it's actually really yeah. grown on me. I actually really like it now. because they- I would totally agree with like that assessment. I think that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. But next film, you ready? The Sixth Sense came out in 1999. I see dead people. No way. Another very twisty movie. Yeah. Do you do you know the twist on that one? Yes, I've seen it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess you knew that because you said you knew it was a twist yeah. in it. So I guess you wouldn't know what the twist heard was. was <laughs> I've heard yeah. rumor. I've heard rumor. <laughs> mean that there's yeah. Yeah. Uh Toy Story 2. You've got a friend in me. The best okay. one. That's like the best Toy Story as well. Oh, the second no. one. Yeah. No, nah, because Toy Story two focuses more on Buzz, and I'm a Buzz guy. I'm okay, a Buzz, Buzz guy. I mean, Tim Allen, uh, controversial figure, but love Buzz, <laughs> love Buzz, yeah. dude. Lightyear was so depressing. Anyway, uh, yes, the yes, Matrix. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what? The Matrix came out in 1999. Mr. Anderson. Uh, yeah. Tarzan, um, Disney's Tarzan. Not okay, uh, the animated uh, one. Yeah, which is like probably one of I like that one a lot. That's a really good one. Uh, the Mummy. I was there. You swear. Every damn day. Number oh. six on the um, box office and just brilliant film overall. Okay. Probably one of my favorite films of all time. It's pretty great. This is the only one I haven't seen. Notting Hill, which is on my oh. list to watch. That's Julia oh, Robertson, Hugh Grant, right? Hello, Anna. Scott. Have some wine. Yeah, it's that's so I. Good. I love rom coms, and so it's sad that I haven't seen this one yet. Like, I just need to yeah, get. I won't it, say basically. anything then because. Please don't leave it. Let me spoil myself by watching it. Yeah, I guess it's the spoiling itself, but no, is that it's how, really beautiful. I, yeah, uh, the world is not enough. What's wrong about you? Yeah, how so? Christmas only comes once a year. Which is the second last, no, 
which one is it? It might be the second Pierce Brosnan James Bond. Oh, see, I've not seen a lot of James Bond. I've seen every single one. So, like, okay, dude, that's my claim to fame is I've seen every single James Bond. That's the only reason why I consider myself a film nerd is just that one fact is that I've seen every single James Bond. Your ends of the spectrum here, um, James which Bond spectrum? Knowledge. Oh, I thought you meant like the oh. autistic spectrum. <laughs> I mean that also could be applicable. I have been, I have not been tested, so there's no there's no reason for us to think that. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think it's the world's not enough. Uh, it's no because um, it's Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never mm-hmm. Dies, World's Not Enough, Die Another Day. It's the it's the third one. It's the third one. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like that one. I'm partial to it simply because the main bad guy is basically a supervillain. But it also has like one of the worst Bond girls of all time. Oh, uh, there's a joke at the end because obviously every single James Bond movie usually ends with him having sex with um, the Bond girl. Um, it's Godster, you know, just Godster. And there's a the main girl's called Christmas because they don't know how to write female characters in this franchise. And uh, Pierce Brosnan quips really quickly. I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Hey, hey. what a champ! She what a champ! I reckon they named the character that just for that quip. I really they, do. Oh, they had to have. It, there's it's no other out. reason. No one's called that. No one's name is that. This is coming from the same franchise that gave you Pussy Galore, though, which is another female character in, like, to be fair, Sean Connery era, but still, subtlety, not oh, their strong suit. Uh, then we have a movie that I haven't watched in a while, but I've loved every time I've seen it, and it pains me that i love it so much because it's american beauty Smile, you're at mr smiley's would you like to try our new beef and cheese pot pie on a stick just a dollar 99 for a limited time only kevin spacey fuck damn it i love american beauty so much but fuck damn it kevin spacey that's oh my god it's just so tough when yeah when they're like the lead you know they're in the so good as well like he's so good in it he's in so many good movies it sucks he is. At, at least I don't have to worry about dr- Baby Driver because I'm not a huge fan of Baby Driver, so I'm happy to like just not watch that one. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Like, and then the last, last of the highest grossing films in 1999 is Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Love Austin Powers. Hell Isn't that yeah. funny that I've not seen like any James Bond movies, but I've watched all of the Austin Powers like at you, least five you times. You may have come out on top, honestly. I think the quality of the, the, the percentual quality in the Austin Powers outranks the percentual quality in the James Bonds. It may it's just be so a numbers fun. game as well, though, because there's like three Austin yeah, Powers three. and there's like 20 something James Bonds, but you, I think you yeah. won. <laughs> it's literally so. That's one of my favorite movies. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Austin Powers. Austin Powers, probably, probably the third one's my favorite. I've only seen the first one. So what? No, the first one's not even the best. The second and third are funnier. So you need to get that's on that. Not what I've, that's not what I've heard. But all right, what? I will. I'll. I'll get on it. I will. I mean, I'm going to watch every single movie eventually anyway. So like, it's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run through some other ones. These are not in order of highest grossing. These are just like ones that are in front of me. Yeah. We have the final Stanley Kubrick film, Eyes Wide Shut. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the. I don't know what that movie is. Um, we have two of my favorite animated movies of all time, The Iron Giant and South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. <laughs> they, what? They were done at the same time? Same same year, that makes 1999. No sense. That makes no sense. My Neighbors, The Yamadas, which is yes, the... That's, that's the Ghibli film I'm up to. Like, I haven't seen it yet, but that's the next yeah. one I'm to watch. Cute. Oh, no, Iron Giant is like... 
That's so, so good. good. Watched it recently. Sobbed my eyes out. Sobbing at the end. Sobbing. So just dead. Um, the beatnik representation. You don't see that enough in cinema. You don't. You don't. Where's the beatniks? We need more beatniks. The- Wait, one one more fun fact. Sure, sure. The guy that does the boy that does the voice of the little boy. Yeah. He is in Country Bears movie, and he plays the brother of Barry Barrington. And I know that because I wrote an essay on it and I had to look up the cast. You've said a lot of words to me right there and I may have just disassociated real quick. I don't... <laughs> There's The Green Mile, which I haven't seen, but I've heard a lot of good things about. I've not seen the movie, but I've I got the book. Yeah. Have you read the book? No. I read <laughs> it's in my possession. I started reading it and then I just stopped. So I might try and I, I might try again. Classic. And then the last one, well, there's a, there's a Martin Scorsese film, but it's not really one of his bigger ones called Bringing Out the Dead, which I don't even know. Oh, me neither. And then there's the Paul Thomas Anderson one, which I hate this movie, uh, Magnolia, which a lot of people really like, but I really don't like that movie. But yeah, so 1999, very good year for film, like amazing year for film. I'd probably say a lot of the modern classics come from nine if you like a movie it came from 1999 probably and it wasn't like oh, recent it probably came from 1999 and like like it's set it's there's so much setting of standards of what we get in the 2000s and the 2010s and probably in the 2020s right now especially with the matrix that's probably like of the big yes. ones uh and then obviously fight club is huge the iron giant probably as well uh just and toy story too you know what i don't know why i was trying to pick out one to say that's what really did it there's so many in here there's so many in here just so i think fight club has its place in that list i think fight club definitely deserves to be in it deserves to be in 1999 it deserves to be listed in there yeah it, it holds its own very well yeah and it definitely ran the risk of being dated as we said like obviously there is the credit card company thing but i think overall it's still a really uh, up to date story, like I'm just about, yeah, talk about toxic masculinity and not doing that, and look like what repression does, and and like trying to segment parts parts of your emotional mm. state, like it's not good. Don't do that. <laughs> Who knew? Oh my god! Also, you've missed many movies that came out in '99. There's a that lot of, I don't have the time to list all of them. I Stuart, the Little? Stuart Little. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I probably missed that one deliberately. Mystery being John Man. Mal- being John Malkovich came out this year. Real. Um, the Talented have Mr. You, Ripley. Have you seen Mystery Men? No, I have not seen Mystery Men. Fun fact. Yeah. I think this is the third fun fact of the day. I love fun facts. The song Smash Mouth, you might think, wait. The song or the band? The band Smash Mouth and the, their song. What's the song called? Oh, hey, Some now you're a rock star. Rock star. Oh, all star. All star. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. Yeah. You might think that it was, you know, Shrek was the original movie that it was for, but no, it's it Mystery Men. And the music video is set in the Mystery Men world. Oh, my goodness. Is that why it's so weird looking? Yes. It is a really weird looking movie and it's really good. I did also miss like, Cruel Intentions and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Like I've oh, I've missed a lot. We've had we've had a conversation about Guy Ritchie before, but I'm very I really like 
those early movies and the version suicides you're 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 because you like guy Ritchie, don't you it, yeah was, i like yeah i like his early stuff 10 things i hate about you is not oh, okay that one that, that was an accident i would not have no, left, you're left, fine like, I, yeah, I, knew, I love I knew 10 things i hate about you yeah, I love 10 Things I Have About You. But also, we should probably move on. <laughs> yes, let's, because I'm just going to keep looking. I am I need to turn this off, but I'm still scrolling. Okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Okay, so do you want to... I'll give my... I'm going to give my rating first. Only my rating okay. first. So, uh, four items from the IKEA Spring Catalog and one from the Winter Catalog. That's 4.5. Oh, my Very God. High. I literally, I really like this movie this time. I don't know. Oh I've not really thought of my rating. That's okay. This is so disorganized of me. We can we I, can duke it out right now. Um, I think I can think of one. Like, I mean, we've already talked about, we've already discussed Brad's beauty, so I don't know if I should bring it up in the rating. Do it again. Um, no, do it again. Oh uh, no, no, it's objectifying at this point. Oh wait, no, I've yep. got one. Okay. Yep. My rating is amount of times I've objectified. Brad Pitt in that movie. How many times was that? Five out of five. <laughs> yes. Good. A man Shame worth objectifying. <laughs> I'm sure he'd want it that way. He definitely would want that that way. Hey. All right, guys. It's Jazz and me in the arena. We're staring each other down. And it's time for our mini media. These songs are great. Do you? Would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go first? I think it'd be funnier if I went last, just okay, for what okay. I have as my mini media. So, if you want to okay. go first, so the mini. I just need to ask about the mini media. Sure, sure. How recent stuff to be? Like really? Technically, recent? we usually keep it within a week, but it's oh, not shit. a hard and fast. It's not a hard and fast rule, though. Like, go f- just talk about anything you want. Like the the media has to have come out within a couple a week. Oh no 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 definitely not no um the media it just like you consumed it within like oh the past, okay no well then that's yeah. fine no 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 definitely not it had to come out within the past week that's no, insane like, I don't think I have any we Max and I are not that up to date we cannot like the movies is basically it and we barely scrape it in every single week literally <laughs> yeah okay 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 I've got one it's kind of All a stretch right. but we'll see where we go. I mean, mine's a bit of a stretch too, so it's all right. So by mini media, how long is the media? Like, uh, uh, it's just a name of the segment. It's okay, like okay. I've done, I've done movies, I've done books, I've done escape rooms. It's you're fine. Okay, great. All right, I'm ready. All right, let me start. Okay, my Jazz's mini media, her very first yep. mini media. So Exciting. I'm quite the YouTube kid. Have to eat while I was while I watch YouTube, and vice mm-hmm. versa. Otherwise, something will I might implode. Um, new Wendigoon video has come out, which I won't be talking about, but I'll be talking about one of his classics and by far one of my, one of my favorite YouTube videos on the site. And it is called, I have to get it absolutely right. So everybody can look it up. Yeah. Mystery Flesh Pit National Park. Mis- Mystery Mis- Flesh Pit. It's a quite a, t- uh, um, tongue Mystery twister. Flesh- Mystery Flesh Pit <laughs> National Park. <laughs> Mystery Flesh Pit National Park. Intriguing. It's an hour, 16 minute of pure gold. And Wendigoon, great YouTuber, long form content. Um, he covers this um, internet story that like this fictional internet story and pieces all of the like separate, fo- like separate fake newspaper clippings. And like, it's this great story 
about this like massive flesh pit, you may call it, and how um, society like used, like utilized it and exploited it to turn to this national park where people can go inside this this creature. It's a living thing that they sort of just that sort of appeared. Um, and it just sort of, it like talks about how it's used as a park. And then it talks about like the incident that happened that like this accident, um, as the, the flesh pit, like awoke from its slumber. Oh my uh, I don't want to like give away too much. And there's a lot of like interesting things about it that I'm probably forgetting, but I go back to it every now and then, especially while I'm having a bit of lunch yep. um, and what, and watch it through. Cause it's really, really good. Um, just some great fictional content. That sounds crazy. You should check it out. It's yeah. I think I will. I'll I'll probably I'll put a link to the YouTube channel in the show notes as mm. all the, the video in the show notes as well. Um yeah, so that people don't have to try and like pause and rewind the podcast, be like, what what did they say? They were talking over each other. I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my poor enunciation. Mission of Hashimoto National Power. Like, I love yeah. that one. I love that one. It's my favorite. <laughs> But that's mine. That's the first one that came to Hell mind yeah. that I had to share with the, with the that is that excellent. Well, what an exciting start to uh, <laughs> mini media. My first mini media was just me babbling about a book I was reading because I wasn't actually prepared to talk about it. Oh, so, I mean, I just babbled then. So no, no, you did a way better job than I did. <laughs> I promise you. Well, my mini media this week, uh, it's I don't. It's just, it was kind of. You know, I don't know if you know about this, Jazz, but um, last mm-hmm. night I went to uh, a friend, Miss Potluck. All right. Um, yeah, I, I went to a friend, Miss Potluck. Uh, it was really exclusive, which is like why you can't, like you went there, you know. Um, yeah, you make the cut. Whatever. Yeah, like, you, you have to make a cut somewhere, you know, like it, otherwise just too many people, right? I know. But I know. no, no. Um, there, last night we were both <laughs> at a friend, friend Miss Potluck. Yeah, we were both there. That's the we joke. We got you guys. Um, really thought. It was lovely. Um, I had a great time. It was fun. Um, I got to meet a bunch of people that I did not know. I only knew you and one other person. But it was great to make, meet so many new people. Um, everyone thought, because uh, everyone was a comms and media student, and I was not. And so everyone thought I was also a comms and media student. But they're like, oh, <laughs> do you just like not come into class or something? It's like, no, I'm just not a comms and media student. Don't worry. Uh, there was an advertising girly there too. So you Was there really? Yeah. There was, I didn't there get was other degree havers. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. I I must I must have missed them Blended somehow. In. I'm I'm just too ninja like, or they're too ninja like, and I'm unobservant. We'll pick probably that one. <laughs> but no, it was great. I took cheese that everyone was really excited for until every other dish came out. So like you know, I'm not bitter or anything, but like my ham got shafted by pavlova, like absolutely shafted. I think I was the shafter actually. I think I flung I think you stabbed me in the back. Et tu brute. You know, that's Caesar said that when Brutus stabbed him <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Did he say that whilst he was getting shanked ten times? He said that when Brutus picked up his ham and replaced it with Pavlova, at least. Oh, uh, listen, I'm a monkey brain. I see Pav. I just got tunnel vision. A monkey for Pav. <laughs> monkey, monkey brain love Pav. <laughs> it's a Pavlovian response. <laughs> hey. Hey. Honey. But no. Um, that's, that's it. That's pretty much my friend was, I went to a lovely fun, fun, a lovely fun party, <laughs> a lovely fun party where I got to hang out with some new people and eat some food and it was great. And that's how I spent my, oh, well, that's how I spent my Sunday. Cause then Monday, oh, it's Monday, Jesus, no, Saturday was like my mom's birthday and I hung out with her too. So that was nice. 
Yay. Um, was that, your, that was your mini media? Was Friendmas? Yeah, that's my mini that's media. That's so awesome. I guess Thank it you. was. Yeah. I, um, it, it can be literally anything. Like anything we've done. That's as, so awesome. I was thinking as, like, okay, content. I've done an interpretive dance as my mini media. Like, dude, it's it's really just what did we do this week that we want to talk about? <laughs> All right. Well, I'll generally, it it's a book or like something, but very often it's not. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Awesome. Let's move on to the next thing, or. Wow. Hey. All right. Bottoms directed. Okay, this is where I I'm infamous. I don't know if you have listened to many episodes but i'm infamous for being garbage at saying the names oh, because i read them i read them very phonetically and that's just not how names work so like like i just i'll read them there's like maybe one name in here that i actually know and then the rest of them i'm gonna be on the seat of my goddamn chair here pants whatever oh, emma emma seligman? seligman okay that's what's going yeah emma seligman sorry directed by emma seligman fuck me directed by emma seligman and released in 2023 it stars rachel senor senot senor ao edabiri oh you Rudy. are you are butchering that ao edabiri is fine i've heard that one being said i'm pretty sure that's how they say it <laughs> ruby cruz that one's fine easy uh havana rose lear that one might be rough kaya kaya gerber uh Nicholas Galadzein and Miles Fowler. <laughs> Jazz, what what's this movie about? <laughs> All right. So Bottoms follows Josie and PJ, two down in the dump lesos that are entering their final year of high school and they want to get laid. Dude, so relatable. <laughs> There's some miscommunication, there's some jerk boyfriends and hot cheerleaders. Next thing they know. They've wound up in a um, femme fight club with the disguised intention of getting some cooch. We've all been there. We've all been there, right? Actually, oh, yeah, starting a fight club. The too. experience I had in school. Yeah. yeah, I did that at least three times by accident. Um, and then one time deliberately. This is a very funny movie, a very funny film. However, because as mentioned, we met each other last night at a party. Uh, it's actually the first time I met you ever. Um, and yeah. I didn't ask you to join the podcast. Uh, no. I threw your hand. You were like, you know what? You look like you have a story to tell. You Would you like, like you to know, go? You look like you know movies. <laughs> you you didn't seem as keen on it as I was. I know. No, I I enjoyed. You didn't it. say it was I'm bad. You didn't say it was bad, but yes. you weren't as keen as I was on it. I think you were. Yeah, I think you. I think you just think a lot more highly of it. And I, I believe really that's the case. It, but yeah. I think maybe I just, I saw a lot of hype for it. So I had high expectations mm. and I probably should have just gone in being like, you know what, I'm going to just see what it's about. But I think I went in there being like, this is going to be, you know, the next little women. <laughs> and I was, I was taken aback, but still a very enjoyable movie experience. Really cool to see some like new cast, you know, like not the same people being cast as teenagers, like some really like some fresh peat, fresh meat. Wait uh, for the meat grinder. And really refreshing. And I'm I'm sure we'll get into the the dates about that. And you exactly. enjoyed it. I um, I had a great time. Very very fun. Probably one of my favorite films of the year. 
like way up there. Whoa. I know. I mean, there's been some shitters this year, but there's been some strong ones this year too. And I'd say this this is a contender for not not contender for best film. Mm-hmm. I only really have two films that are there, which I'm not talking about right now. That's for a later episode. Mm-hmm. But this is a really good movie. It I I was so I was in a really poor cinema for to see this movie. Oh, I don't know what your cinema experience was like, but mine was a very small cinema where maybe two to three people were in it, and I was kind of the only person laughing, which was just really oh, awkward. Lord. So it's just me, like kind of like quietly going like to myself a little bit, because um, I was like, no one else is really laughing, so I can't really get into it. So I wish I saw this with the That's same so crowd I saw Bobby with, because I saw Bobby with yes. a brilliant crowd. Me too. I wish I saw this with the same crowd, basically, because I think they would have also loved it, just basically mm-hmm. based on like what Very they were laughing at. Vibe. It's a similar yeah. vibe. This is like it's like if a high school movie was on crack, kind of. It's a really heightened version of what high school, like fake high school, is. If you you know what I mean, like it's yeah, obviously it not real. You that it's it's like, obviously not real. Like no. um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> No, it's in the in the fact that just like the school just couldn't work the way it works. Um, every single character is a stereotype type thing. Every single it's hard to tell which what the like the time period of the film is as well. Like I guess I think there's some modern phones in there, but people dress really weirdly, and it's like a mixture of yeah. '90s vibes. Every single <laughs> this is probably my favorite my favorite thing. Every single um, sports guy, uh, every single football player is just wearing their uniform constantly, like in every single scene. It's so funny. I didn't even really think of that. I just could have assumed that that's what no, footballers do. I don't believe so, no. I don't think, because so they're, they're just wearing it everywhere. Um, and True. Like, like, I think the movie really kind of had my heart a little bit from the beginning when you see the because you know there's like that part at the very end when what's her name uh hazel um fights the wrestler who he like he comes out of the cage and um and like and that which is very funny first of all and the fact that that whole scene was allowed by the school to happen in front of like a pep rally is also like insane like just a a, a poor young a poor young woman going up against like the the largest most muscular man like like imaginable it was it's yeah and then like obviously that would just never happen but beyond the point but you see him earlier in like the biology class just in the back like there's a cage with him in it and like no way yeah like it's like the first you know when they walk in and then um the main uh the main what's a jeff the main um footballer he like smashes the beaker and does that like neck cutting motion it as they walk in in the far corner from like where the door is there's just a guy in a cage and it's like what the hell is that and then it comes back later like it's really clever that's yeah good attention to detail because i did not clock that in this movie they just paid like everywhere there's like a joke it's so hard like on especially on the board for the singular classroom that you ever enter there's so many jokes in there like like how to boil an egg um just i can't remember any other ones but then the other one because i was talking to you about this last night and i was like we have to talk about this on the podcast because it's genius it's um when when they're in the cafeteria and just in the far left hand corner of the shot there's someone trying to stack tater tots and they keep fucking it up and they keep and so they, their hands keep like making like frustrated motions yeah, and that's, that's it so that's good. the whole joke and i was like i kind of missed what they were talking about because i was just too busy watching that oh my goodness what happened there sorry <laughs> i went to mute myself to call but then i just, just time to go so dark <laughs> just me coughing in the dark 
<laughs> like, no, why, can I I, why, why, why can he still hear me? He can't see me. <laughs> Just like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah dude. No, I agree. But, the tentatops were very funny. Yeah, because like, what, 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 what? I guess let you down. I guess what, what? I mean, as as mentioned, you like the movie. That's not, I did but, like, like it. But like, what? What do you reckon? Do you reckon just didn't live up to the hype, or do you reckon there was actually points to the film that let you down a little bit, or something like that? Oh, but every time I think of something that I didn't like, I then rationalize it with like, well, you know, well, don't, don't don't rationalize it. Just give us some raw emotion. The the like the main um footballer. I don't know why mm. he just pissed me off so much. I know that's his. That was his character. That's point, his that stick. Is that yeah. he's so? Is he supposed to be like stupid, frustrating guy? But it was like the footballers were giving like Ken energy, but like, like worse. Like they didn't have that wholesome energy that like Ken's have in the Barbie movie. They were just yeah. like the other end of the spectrum, like absolutely rotted. And I just, just man was baby. Like, Stop! Like it was so frustrating. But I, I know this is the point. It's like all hyperbole. The whole movie's like exaggerated, and like every character is stupid. You know what? Like mm. except for like Josie, I guess. Like because even like PJ's kind of dumb but like Josie's like the only sane character in the whole film yeah but even some so some of the stuff that she says like the whole thing about like the like the skinny monologue being like oh yeah. so skinny I'm like, I, I think because like I think the one that I found really funny is like the one right that's like when she's in the car where she's like I'm gonna have to marry the gay guy and then he the, oh, my kids are gonna run off with an even evangelist or something and then she and because then she like starts crying but then they're like, hey, it's, um, oh, who is it? It's, it's Isabel. And she's like, oh, wait, really? And she's like, kind of like looks up and she's like, she's immediately switched to like being normal again. It's like, that's really funny. Or, or really funny. <laughs> Loved that monologue. Apparently it was improvised. Really? Yeah. She seems like such a talented actress. Just, I can't wait like, to see more of her. She's had such a good year. Like this year, she's had oh, such a good year. And I'm so excited to see, because she's in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as um, oh, April. No way. Which is such such a good movie. She's in The Bear season two, and like season three is coming out at some point as well. The Bear is so good, and also she's in season one, but like that didn't come out this year. Oh, she's in others. She's in more stuff. I but yeah. she's had such a good year this year, and I'm so excited to see her oh, do more. Like she's so fun. She's so fun, and she has a letterbox as well. And she's got she's funny on her letterbox. Like it's great. It's so and like she's like she's obviously a voice actor. Yeah, initially, and like I get it because her voice is so like unique and um animated mm. like that whole monologue about her being like gay and then having unprotected yeah. sex it's like the way yeah. she's saying it like i can imagine someone's gonna animate like her voice with some character like a tiktok thing perfect. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A tiktok thing yes uh, one of those one of those tiktoks <laughs> one of those talks that tick yes yeah, yeah they're supposed to aren't they like yeah. clocks they should do that and i think the last the last thing i found but i think i can rationalize this because mm-hmm. i think it's, it simultaneously annoyed me but also um was really refreshing was that the two main girls were assholes like they were true a lot of the time they were not likable mm. um they were really mean to hazel especially which- pj pj is like so unlikable in this movie mm. um and then josie's also like a lot of you know not cool stuff but i but then when i think about it i'm like that's so refreshing though that like there can be these gay women in this movie and they're not like messiahs they're assholes angels yeah yeah it's like they're not just like these cool slay women that are like girls girls they're actually like horny assholes that also objectify women and it's like that's like 
so many other high school movies, you know, the main guys are so misogynistic, but they get forgiven in the end because, you know, they mm. get the girl. It's like what happens, but it's it's just a new take on it. And I actually kind of appreciate that they were assholes. It's there's very much a level of there's a like a not not a gender swap per se, but like a lot of different genders get the role that the other gender would have that's a really mm. awkward sentence but like yes, basically yes, they just bad. it's they just gender swap a bunch of stereotypes which i think is it's it's just really funny and it works really well for this movie oh, yeah. and it does because you don't like jeff i think jeff's hilarious um <laughs> i think because i like because it's also like there's the phrase which i didn't realize was from this movie because i was hearing it over tiktok was like i'm sorry that i grazed mrs like What's her name's a left tit? I'm sorry that I looked at Mrs. Riley and lightly grazed her left tit. All right, and, and stuff like that, which is all on TikTok. But it's yeah. like the one where he's like, he's on like the line to get his food, and he's like walking like along. He's like, Jeff hungry. Jeff so hungry, hungry, hungry. Jeff so hungry. <laughs> like, yeah, and, true. <laughs> And there's like the part where he, um, he rocks up to like in the class after uh, Josie tapped him with her car and he like slams into the door with his um two crutches Crutches. underneath his, like, it's just, he's really, I think even if like maybe the character itself is not very entertaining, I think the actor does just such a good job with the performance. He's very, I think everyone in this movie is clearly just having so much fun, which yes. is so awesome, which is like shown in the bl- like blooper reel in the end credits, by the way, love. it's back. Cinema's back. Seriously. It's the best bit. I love blooper reels. So I, when Pixar yeah. stopped doing those, I think <gasps> that's when happens. child me died. That may have been where like the child version of me died. <laughs> like just when yeah. they stopped doing that. Um, it's so funny. It's just, yeah. So, no, I had it. I just—it's so fun. It's such a fun movie. I, um, I think Mr. G. I, I think oh the one God. thing I didn't like so much was that the main, the main, uh, and even though he, this, his disillusionment is probably some of the funniest stuff. I didn't like that the main teacher kind of turns on them a little bit because usually mm-hmm. that character doesn't turn in such a way. Like they're still like supportive and they're like, you got to get yourself. Back. Like the mentor character doesn't do that. Yeah. And that kind of irritated me a little bit because especially since usually that's, that's a, that's a, a role reserved for like an old white person. It was like refreshing to kind of see like a different, um, per- like a different type of person take that mm-hmm. role. And they kind of just like, they didn't butcher it. And obviously, as I said, it worked for comedic purposes, but I just would have preferred if he kind of remained a bit more wholesome rather than like, like, yeah, the way it's he's such got- a mad turn. <laughs> It really was. It was rough. Uh, one of my that was one of my notes was that when he like walked in as like the teacher, I was like, "He's too cool." <laughs> he's, he's just, uh... <laughs> well, it's just like oh, he's so. Because I mean, like as I said, like while I don't like it, the part where he like rubs out the word feminism um, is really fu- like just with like the huge like just like taking a like a chalk and going straight across the board is really funny but then like the other quizzes as well where it's like who invented feminism and i can't remember the woman's name but then like oh, me too. Do, you, do you remember who it was i can't remember um, but then like the I other two it. options are like a man and another woman <laughs> like that's <laughs> so dumb the fact that we forgot I, the name that's Oops. really bad Femi- i'm a bad oh, feminist we both forgot. It's fine. yeah thank goodness yeah, let, me, let me refer to the notes that i wrote yes oh. bring out the notes so 
there was there was a moment that I, I saw myself in there for a minute oh and um I was uncomfortable. Oh. And it was the it was the very beginning when it's like the sort of the camera moving across the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And it was the anime girl couple poster. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw it and I was like, take that down. Did you used to have one? <laughs> well, I used to have like, yeah, I used to have like anime posters, but also would I used to have like an anime account where I would post like stolen art. <laughs> I just That's take awesome. screenshots of people's That's awesome. art and put, it on my, and put it on the account. And it would be like, yeah, it'd be like anime couples and just like so corny. And then one time, one of the artists found me and she messaged me and she was like, you should delete your whole account. And I was like, yes, ma'am. And I just did, deleted my whole account. Oh my goodness. I could not deal I with mean- confrontation. I was like, bye. I mean, I guess that's like the best thing you can do, right? In that situation. Yeah. Like, well, I, I mean, like arguing. 13. Yeah, I was 13 and didn't really have a moral. Like, I didn't really understand the whole thing about the art credit and everything. I didn't think it was that deep. Stealing art was not something I understood for, like until ages. Mm-hmm. Like, like, at 13, you're just like, this is something I love. And you're trying to share yeah. it with people. I, yeah, it, I it's not claimed it was mine, you know? Yeah. It's not coming from a place of malice of like, I did this. No. It's coming from a place of, I think this is pretty neat. Yeah, exactly. And I had like a hundred followers. Like I wasn't making any. There was not, nothing was being made from this. But yeah, that's. I saw that and I was like, "That's so real." Too 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 close to home. Yeah, yeah. And the other the other note was mention of the vagina monologues, which you know I should have put that in as my mini media because that's a great play, and you should read that for your former edu- for your future education. I didn't realize that was a real thing. I thought that was a. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, it's real. It's this oh. amazing feminist play about vaginas where they it's verbatim theater, which is like testimonies. Right. And they went and interviewed hundreds of different women about their experience with their vagina. And there's all of these different testimonies that they perform. So I have I don't have the um book, but I my mom gave it to me. Um <laughs> my the, mom the gave me vagina monologues. Oh yeah. She gave Black Swan. Uh, Gone Girl, Vagina Monologues. You can see, you know. She wanted being, you to slay. I was being molded into this monster that I am today. But yes, the mention of that, I was like, yes, done their research. There is like some deep cut references to the more feminist side of literature that mm-hmm. is not my wheelhouse at at all. Um, it's definitely something I should probably be more into if I want to claim ally status. Um, but I unfortunately, I mean, I'm just bad at literature in general. Like, I I forget to read things all the time. I've, oh. I've, I'm, I mean, I'm reading Jane Austen right now. That's pretty feminist, I reckon. So. Oh, you're reading you're reading up Pride and Prejudice, right? Uh, no, I'm reading Sense and Sensibility. Oh, work! I've got that one, but I've not read it. So. Yeah, I I'm reading because I got all I got all her books in a lovely little set, and so Good. I'm reading them in order of release. So okay, Pride, and Pride and Prejudice will appear like in there. Yes, just, like, not, I read that yeah. in like. One day, I was so into it. I um, pop that in the podcast, the mo- the two thousand four movie. I mean, I've already se- I've, I've seen movie. it. I've seen it already. What? I had a I had what an ex girlfriend. I I ooh, an ex girlfriend of mine for, kind of forced me to watch it. It was Legend. her favorite movie, and <laughs> she really, really wanted good. to watch it. I think I would have liked it more if I'd been in the mood to watch a movie, but I think I may have been dying from some sort of sickness and wanted to sleep. And so I was just like, like zombie watching it a little bit. Yeah. And if it's I one recall. of those focus. Um, yeah. Or even worse, it could have just been like, I was not the person I am now. And I was like, oh, Pride and Prejudice. 
I don't want to watch that. I'm trying to give myself the benefit of the doubt and say I was sick, but I may have just been a dickhead. That may have also been the oh, issue. Sick in the head mentally. It could have been both. It really could have been both. I could have. I, I could have been. I could have just split the story in half and said it was one or the other. But it could have been. I was both sick physically and sick mentally. <laughs> but but don't like. There's lots of women that aren't interested in watching Pride and Prejudice too. Like it's oh, a very no, specific not, genre. It's I'm a not, style. I, that, I'm not going to say, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, well, I'm enjoying Sense and Sensibility. I've nearly finished it, so I reckon I'll probably, because I mean, as far as I'm aware, a lot of Jane Austen's ser- like, books are very like similar in the style and like, mm. how, and, and mm. I like her prose. And I, and I, but this isn't a review about Pride and Prejudice or other things. This is a review about Bottoms. And back to the classic. Um, what else to talk about? I, the, okay, what I'm disappointed by. It is a mm. movie about fighting, and I think the fights just needed a bit more work. Um, I agree. I, I watched another movie very recently. I watched Polite Society recently. I don't know if you've Love, seen that. Loved it. It's very good. And it's the same problem Love. though, in that and actually we could we could have probably paired Polite Society with um Bottoms because it's a, another film that's like kind of very feminist and about also about fighting mm-hmm. and all that. But I think both suffer from the f- same problem that I just don't think they got a very brilliant choreographer in to do the, oh, really? I really like society. Look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to action. Like I'm oh, I'm so like John Wick to me is possible. Like that's that's what we're talking about. Like I'm such a snob and I would not claim otherwise. There's very few films that I look at them and go like that was a good action. Well well done. I'm like we did uh, yeah, I'm I'm a dick basically and I may be unfair to these films because I think, especially with this movie, which I reckon had next to no budget in what they were doing and with what mm-hmm. they what they seem to be working with, they did a very good job. It was just a level of just like, this movie's about fighting. The fight should have been a bit better. That's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And also, I also think it could have covered more more fighting just in general, like more coverage of fighting. It was very, very It's It's like basically very short montage in the middle the fight where hazel gets her shit kicked in and then the fight on the football field mm. i would just have like because it's a very short movie as well make it a bit longer just make it a bit longer and add some more fights in because have them lose a bit more as well so then when they eventually win it's like huzzah like they want like not not as horrible as hazel like that's like a, that's probably like the low point and like leave hazel's fight as the low point of the film because it works really well yeah. but maybe put some more in beforehand we're just amongst themselves because i mean as i yeah. said there is the montage but that montage i don't think <sighs> the thing with the montage is you're meant to see like people getting better during it this is like classic like rocky this is yeah. like every sports movie and it doesn't feel like they get really better during that montage at all like and which mm-hmm. is funny and that's fine and I just, I just wish we'd seen development in the, their actual fighting skills. That's, that's I it. I, just, I wanted to see more growth in that area, but like that's so nitpicky of me. Like that's that's so nitpicky of me. Um, I can't it's a really. Fair critique. Yeah, because it's just like a lot of the fights. There's all the, they do a decent job because one of the golden rules that I go by and that I've stolen from actual fight aficionados in not real life in this film is that the golden rule is if a if a, a punch or a kick is thrown or kicked, you need to watch the the punch slash kick land in the same shot. Like it can't cut away before it lands, basically. 
Oh. So, because otherwise you get quick cutting and like the the, the shaky cam, and you know, like you, I'm sure you've seen like Taken, and it, it looks like whack old. Mm. In most 2010 action movies, where like they stole everything from Born Supremacy, and they thought they knew what they were doing, but the Born Supremacy actually had an artistic reason to do it, and then they just were hiding bad action, yeah, hiding shitty actual yeah, fights. Yeah, exactly. So what 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 yeah what what stops that from happening what, what's a good way to counter that it doesn't stop it completely but what's a good way to counter that is to make sure that if i if i throw a punch in one frame in one shot it has to land before i cut to the next shot and they do this in here but it's kind of done in like a pantomime way in like like maybe like stage action would be yeah, done there's a couple where it's like it's clearly like uh, uh, it's going past like- their face yeah, like which, they're just reacting to the yeah. It's a stage punch. Which I think, if anything, I think if they'd managed to make the action more realistic in that sense, it would have worked so much better because the rest of the movie is so uh, insanely unrealistic that I think if the fights were like the one thing that you could point to and be like, that's grounded, that's like, and don't make them not silly, just make them more weighty is more what i want yeah. like because like 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 there's a point where a sword is brought into it and that's hilarious like that's because that's also like seated earlier on that's that's funny, that's so funny. <laughs> but yeah i don't know i i think i'm rambling now but yeah so. oh no but i definitely agree yeah I to a little more. <laughs> I had to put so- my little fight list and be like um actually if you didn't like <laughs> this it'd be so much better what would what movie would you say is like the blueprint of like fighting choreo quality? Oh, um, it's the my favorite two action movies of all time are by the same director, and it's The Raid and The Raid Two. And they the the thing about them is that they encompass two very different great things about action, but both oh. of them have very brilliant choreography. That's all I was really say about them. I won't make a. I won't do a review of them now because I think they deserve yeah. their own. They deserve their own thing, and one day yeah, I'll have a reason to. Fun. I'll have a reason to to spout all about them. But I adore them on so many levels. I think the yeah. storytelling through the fighting is done really well, and not even in like one movie, but like the storytelling of like what happened in a fight from the first movie that then like kind of like the themes of it kind of reoccur in the second movie, and so how the characters develop from that movie oh, to the next just cool. and i may very well be just reading into it in a way that does not exist but to me it's there and i i yeah, love yeah. it <laughs> um yeah i've never heard of it uh they're on stan so um cool. they're indonesian um but they're directed by a welsh guy he went to indonesia because the no stunt worries. rules are so less uh strict than in other places that's so and sketch it's sh- like well okay i know i know i said i wasn't going to review these but like in number but- two they in number two the actors basically learned to punch each other without leaving damage so that yeah. there's just full con they're just basically punching each other it's very controlled but they're basically just punching each other in the second movie it's oh, wow it's, and, and every single person in it is basically like every single person who's fighting is just a trained martial artist that then they were like can you act and they're like not really and like okay you're in um like it's they're just stunt people who are pretending to act and it's great and the guy the main guy he actually kind of broke into the american circle a little bit he's not as well known um but i he did like a netflix show and he's also like been in a couple of movies he was in one mark zucker mark Wahlberg, zuckerberg mark Wahlberg, mark Wahlberg <laughs> film yeah anyway, anyway. Yeah. um 
it's great. Yeah. It's great. Um, but bottoms, yeah, and yes. yeah. I I don't know. I think the principal was really funny. Um, he's just like <laughs> so ins- aggro. He's so insane. Like his eyebrows just permanently knitted. Uh, and he's just he's very funny. Um, the <laughs> I what actually gave me chills was the like this revelation that like every 20 to 30 years when this game happens mm-hmm. someone is just like killed horribly like that was actually properly like oh shit like i was that was invested and, oh yeah the drawn oh, quoted yeah exactly well, some like i was like drowned in a in a bathtub or something and then what's really funny is that they then go further and they're like they bring back the pineapple thing and like they filled up the um sprinklers with pineapple juice which is I knew they were going to bring that pineapple back, it had but to. I wasn't sure how. Exactly, yeah. So it did get me. There. I respect that. What I thought was going to happen was I thought that the the emo who said he was going to blow up the school was actually going to be more important, but it's more just a joke. I was surprised that that was more, which is fine. Like that's not like a that's not like I'm grumpy. I just I was surprised that he wasn't more involved yeah. in how the plot turned out. Especially since I guess like Hazel kept blowing stuff up as well, which is another funny reoccurring bit. Um, I think. Like, cause like she's a, she has a funny like part too when she's like underneath the car and she presses the button and she's like oh shit fucking like she hits her head on the undercar like the underbelly of the car. So no, she funny. was great, underrated. I think Hazel as a like supporting role. I um, I really picked that she was going to be like kind of the love interest though for one of them. Yeah, because she was it, too pretty, and they were being like, oh Hazel, she's I'm so like, ugly. Like, I'm like, like, like they, guys, you should be frothing over her. She's as pretty as like dude, the two main girls. She's like, very attractive. Yeah. yeah. I know, she's like It was nice that they did that thing with um PJ's love interest where they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't just decide to make everyone's um sexuality switch for the case of the thing. Like she remained mm. straight, but she also wasn't like a dick about it. She didn't become a villain because oh, of it. No, um she's actually really she's a cool she's an interesting the, character too. Well then because then she had the really interesting line at the end. She's like, Oh, I'm not gay, but I like gay porn, which is like, yeah, like just because do for real for real like you know you if you know what you like good go for it excellent i'm glad that's awesome um but yeah do you have any more thoughts i've talked so much about just fighting (laughs) speak your truth speak your truth thank you so much Um, i mean well this is so out of like this is just a random moment go for it go for it when they when um josie went to visit her gay yoda oh Uh, she's awesome (laughs) she's so awesome that was great and they were talking and then because they're like eating and like drinking and she's like she's like eating she's like food in her mouth and yeah. she's like i don't know what you just said i'm like that is so stupid it's so funny because I, I think that my favorite blooper is probably the one where she's like yo how old are you i put whiskey in that and like air spits it out like the um the uh, that was funny yeah 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 it's so uh, i love that bit because i'm like it's so it's like so human like to just have that like awkward sort of thing that like that that would just happen in real life like that 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 would not normally be in a movie. No. But just like put that in as like a bit of random comedy. I really like that. There's like these levels of reality that peek through this heightened world that just since they're real, but it's in an unreal world, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that like, bit was just like so funny. Yeah, like because reality is so whack in this unreal world. That it's just like, oh yeah, but like pony? <laughs> I'm great and at also, ponying stuff. One of the other highlights was the soundtrack um yeah <laughs> avril lavigne I, charlie xcx i'm very bad when it comes to 
a lot of soundtracks. I'm music's not my forte. I'm more of a like if you ask me which Hans Zimmer like score it was, I could probably answer you, but Nerd. Uh, well, that reminds me, we forgot to talk about where is my mind at the end of um, I was just thinking that in my head. I was like, oh no, we're going to do that. Uh, we won't go back, but where is my mind is a great song. I love that song. That uh, scene chills. It's so good. Yeah. Too bad we forgot to talk about it. Um, we'll just rip. chuck it on the end here. You know what? We could. I could cut around it. Um, fuck it. Well, let's finish up. We'll finish up this and then we'll, we'll talk about the end of Fight Club. <laughs> Nobody needs to know. That's no, so no one will know. I'll cut it. I mean, I'll probably keep it in because it's funny. We'll see. We'll see how it looks. We'll see how it looks. Yeah. But um, uh, I think I gave my score first last time, so I don't know if you want to give your score first or. Okay. Um, I sort of had an idea for this one. Hell yeah. Uh, did I? <laughs> well, do you want me to go first to give you a yeah, chance? You to think? Yeah. Uh, so I have. Four deaths by concussion and one by a sword. That's four point five. Yeah. I give two four point fives to this week. That's you did. I that's was high like, for me. Just to be doing. You, oh, no, oh. usually I'm not this high. I've I've given some real low scores. Oh yeah, because I guess we're rating it like actually how we liked it, but with a funny scale. Yeah, it's for me. That's, that's how I do it. Five. Whoops. Nah, no, it's pretty. Go for it. Nah, it's pretty iconic. Okay, I think for bottoms. Mm, oh. Uh, uh, oh, I'm gonna be here all day. See if you can make like a lesbian joke or something. Because I can't do I was that. Just but gonna you can. think of vagina, something about vaginas. Yeah, that's a joke you can make that vaginas. I can't. It's like, oh, what did she say? She's like, something like, um, religion doesn't control my vagina, the government does. And I'm like, that character's what? awesome. Like, the one, like, you even though you're the most, you're, you're a Republican black person, you're still the most, like, intelligent person I know. Oh, and she's like flashing the football team, and they're like, "Are you re- are you religious?" And she's like, "It's the school spirit." I was in the school spirit. It's so she's awesome. She's like twerking <laughs> on the floor. Yes. Um. Okay. I need to think of one. Oh shit! I need a ghost rider. Ghost rider? Oh, ghost writer. I was like Nicholas Cage. What? what, what? <laughs> I need to get. I require Nick Cage. Oh uh, my god, I've not thought of anything. This is terrible. Uh, no, I can do this. You got the no pressure. Literally no pressure. Remember, I can I can edit out all the quiet. So no pressure. Edit, keep any of this in. I'll gut you. It's me being like um. Uh, I'll put like um, um like uh, elevator music over it. Da, 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 That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> Oh, here's one. Okay. Yes. Um, time it took me to think of a funny scale for bottoms. Three yes. out of five. Three, Three minutes. Uh, five. And 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Because I was like, Three, three what? <laughs> <laughs> Three All what? Right. Three what? Three feet. Three what? The scales are going to get better. Oh, because- shit. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't no, stay. Do it that- again. Play it again. All right. So we'll talk about the Fight Club end now. The yes. end of Fight Club. Okay. Um. So uh, just awesome. Like yes. 
playing i don't great. have much to say i just want to i just want to kind of be like it's awesome it's so cool just watching all the the towers blow up and the the song the song over it and i can't remember what he says but he's like i've you met oh no he says um you met me in a really weird place you met me at a very strange time in my life yes yeah, you, you, you did and you know what sometimes that just happens you meet someone in a really weird place and then you get through it and they're still there for you like people because people I are there for you which like a, it's a really good message like you can meet people at odd points in your life and if they're the right person they'll stick around for you and they'll still yeah. be there it was kind of a romance movie really like those two yeah. if you really think about it it's a romance it's romantic between brad pitt and edward norton fuck they were gonna kiss oh dude if they had kissed i may have had a like a straight crisis there was just like a really long sex scene between tyler and edward but like and then like flashbacks later to just him having a wank like i would laugh (laughs) i'm like they missed out on that it's that would have been cinema gold Like, that'd be so funny if he, like, didn't want to get rid of Tyler because he was in love with him, but it was himself. He's falling in love with himself. Like the like that um time you got high and watched Brad 2 in, you were like, Remy and Linguini are one. <laughs> My parents don't know about that story. My parents don't know about that story and they listen to this podcast. Cut that out. <laughs> that didn't happen. I was drunk, not high. That, okay, yeah. Yeah. That time you were really tired watching Ratatouille and you oh, thought that Remy and Linguini were one and it was about <laughs> loving yourself. That time I was really was sick bad. and also sick sick physically and sick mentally and I <laughs> watched Ratatouille. And, and I was yeah. like, they're the you same and they, <laughs> they have to fall out of love with each other and but they can because society doesn't want them to be in love with each other because society hates you. Society hates bestiality. I was so nihilistic while I was sick yep uh <laughs> but yes great, really great ending like and kind of like beautiful like really beautiful ending i don't it's know so, it's it kind so of kind of poetic deep. yeah and yeah because it really does lend itself to a dour ending the whole film like you can see it building to something just really dark and it's nice that it didn't y- you it, know like yeah it ends like, you know, she's going to hit the fan, but you, at least exactly. they have each other and, like, he's free. Yeah, because yeah. there's definitely an ending there where he falls into a toxic cycle of just constantly being, switching between himself and uh, Brad Pitt, who's uh, Tyler Durden, or even so much as just, like, kind of letting Tyler Durden take over and never, like, becoming himself again. And I think mm. the fact that they, uh, David Fincher, I assumed, and I don't know how the book ends, but I, 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 I yeah, David yeah. Fincher could have made a choice to change it. The fact that David Fincher decided to end on this more hopeful ending means he's kind of got like this hope for dudes who have toxic masculine, like there, there's a redemption for them. They can break yeah. free of it. They can break free of shit behavior. And they can improve because everyone has a, an ability to improve. And that's good. That's lovely. Yeah, things can get better. Things can get better. You can start fresh. Any day. Every day can be day one. Yeah. Real. Real. The second best time to start is today. The best time to start was yesterday. Damn. That's, that's. About it. I just poked my eye out trying to touch my temple. Every day is a gift. That's why we call it the present. Thanks, Master Uguay. Oh my God, I forgot he said that. I thought I just like (laughs) read that somewhere. No, you got that from Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda in the next one? Because, come on. Uh, well, I mean, you know what we're doing in the next one. 
Yeah. I won't tell. I'll never tell. Mm. All right. Better zingers. Yeah. I will help you next time. Yeah. We'll do it before pre. Let's just move on. All right. Um, oh shit! I need to see if we have fan mail. Fuck. Um, Wait, you get fan mail? We no. That's but we need to see if I have any. I don't believe we did. I click the right one. I did. All right. Gmail. No, no fan mail. Which means we have to fill this. Oh, I need to do the fan mail. Fan mail thing. Fan mail. Um. That's uh Max's cameo for the for the episode. Oh, um, but not forgotten. And he will return. He, he's coming back, guys. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, Jazz ate him. He, he's been <laughs> <I> assimilated. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's the name of that monster called again? We didn't give it a name. We just like the Eldritch monster. Eldritch monster. That's it. I am yeah. the Eldritch monster, and I ate your friend Max. Bro, that is sad. I can't believe you do that. Um, give him back, please. Ooh, too late. <laughs> ah, digested. Yum yum. Yeah, up in there. I'll put like a burp sound in there, like burp. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, fan mail. We need to think of something to do. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. what I reckon we should do is we should answer the three questions that Tyler and um. Yes, because uh, I, I didn't answer the um. No, you had the, the whole time time. to think. So I got the three. This is these are the three that they ask. Okay. So it's. Okay. Who would you fight? They yep. do a really general one at the start. Then they do which celebrity would you fight? And then they do which historical figure would you fight? Okay. So we'll go with the general one last. I reckon general one last. Okay. Damn. And so we'll do which celebrity would you fight? Okay. We've got to think of one. Celebrity. If you want, I can go first because I actually have an answer. Okay. Okay. Yes. Go first. Yeah. I would definitely duke it out with Kanye West. Like as a as a as a like as a street like as a fight club fight like a fight club fight I'd 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 duke it out with him because um he I I'm I'm Jewish and I feel like I need to represent you know yeah got to arc up got to fight yeah that's pretty much it I I mean oh he actually he kind of scares me a little bit though because he's a bit unhinged he's really crazy he might actually bite your face off he may not like adhere to the rules of the fight club either he possibly yeah. won't stop when i'm limp because he will beat me like that's no contest but like maybe not though maybe he's gotten soft do you reckon he's like 50 something isn't he but he also has nothing to do now kim left him so like surely he's just buffing up like oh, with his with his white supremacist supremacist friends, he's still with that girl that just wears stockings in public, right? Or is that done? I don't know who that girl is. Some fun, some fun internet drama. Epic. Don't worry about it. I shan't. Um, do you have a person, a celebrity? Um. Okay. <clears throat> celebrity. Hmm. What I pick? Oh, try and pick a like. So pick like a current one because there is historical figure as well. So like it would like we yeah, don't so want to like current. Yeah, yeah. A celebrity. Who's someone you really fight. don't like, or who's someone yeah. as you mentioned before you'd be happy to get the shit beaten out of by? Yeah, true, true. Okay, maybe like oh, because I did just watch um, 
the Scott Pilgrim show. Oh, yes. Um, really loved. I probably pick Aubrey Plaza because she probably like snapped my head off, but I probably never be- wash after that. Yeah, like she is maniacal and I want to give her the opportunity to let that out. She doesn't get to do mm. that often. Mm. So I would, I'd be the punching bag for her. And yeah, I got to agree. I mean, that's not, as I said, I'd still fight Kanye, but I can see that. I can see yeah. that. I'm taking it as a self. Historical yeah. figure. Mm. I would <clears throat> love to duke it out with Victor Hugo for writing Les Mis, for then making that into a fucking play. Well, he didn't do that, but it, it, it's inspired to then make the god-awful film where Russell Crowe sings. I, I need to fight Victor Hugo. I he can't believe he let... I, I just can't believe he let... You know what? Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm fighting Shakespeare. Fuck it. I'm, I hate his plays so much. Honestly, that is valid. Like, I mean, all, all the one thing I would miss if his works all disappeared and like what was derivative of is 10 Things I Hate About You. That's the only thing I care about. No, she's the man. She's the man as well. I haven't seen She's the Man, so I can't. And no, you know what? There's so many good Shakespeare adaptions that I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you take them away from me. I'm beating up Shakespeare. He's a little bitch boy. I'm going to fight him. I mean, obviously, like the idea is like I probably aren't stop. I'm not stopping him from running his work anyway, but maybe uh, I'm just, I would duke it out with Shakespeare. I reckon I could win as well. He's a writer and I'm a writer too, which means it's a battle of writers. But mm-hmm. I'm probably taller than him and more nourished. Yeah, than he, he is. probably is hanging on. Like, you know, we had like a slice of bread for breakfast, and that's all he's had. So well, I don't might- even. I don't eat until uh, dinner usually, uh, and I reckon I'm still more like n- nutritionized than he is. That's crazy to me. I'm a three meal and a snack kind of girl. Oh really? Anyway, Got to go three meals. Historical figure. <laughs> <clears throat> is it rude to say Gandhi? Nah, he's a dick. You can fight him. He's a bit of a dick, and I just feel that's, like that, that's what they say in the movie, though. I think that if I beat him up, it would probably he probably wouldn't be a pacifist anymore because he'd be so filled with like like vengefulness after I beat his ass. Especially since he's kind of like a sexist, he'd hate if like a, a woman's doing it. He's a sexist, and he's just a perv. Like, yeah, he one time he like slept in the same bed as like his nieces or something like that mm. um to like as because as, they were like a form of temptation and he did it to like show his um like self-control oh his ability not to not be a pedophile did not be a fucking creep yeah man michael jackson really failed at that one huh and he also thought that like menstruation was like really inherently dirty and like i'm like i, yes, I know, know that one I know there's some religions that see menstruation as like kind of um like a dirty thing or a like dirty a- thing. like yeah I think even in like Jewish culture like women don't go to church when they're menstruating because it's just like a holy place. I have no idea um, about that one. It might it, maybe for Orthodox people, perhaps. I think um, it's probably for the more extreme. Yeah. Um, uh, not 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 to school you or anything, but uh, if school me. As much as you if, uh, um, we um, don't we we don't this is like not this is just like a it's a semantics thing but like we don't have church either we have a synagogue or temple oh yes of course yes yeah yeah oh look at me bloody it's seriously <laughs> fine dude dude you you've just watching. you've caught me with the extent of my jewish knowledge you could say anything else now and i'm unable to like stop you like i have no idea now <laughs> right well i'm learning and so are the audience 
Is. Yeah, um, Max is probably shaking his head because he knows a lot more than I do. He's oh, he was no. a lot more into it than I was. He he, um, he's a he's a lot. He's a very clever boy. He knows a lot of things. Um, but yeah, I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying he does. <laughs> uh, uh, this podcast um, is really toxic. I swear they said Gandhi in the movie though. You said Gandhi? Didn't they not say? Did, didn't like Tyler Durden say he was going to fight Gandhi? And then the other person said he's, they were going to fight like um, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, no, you... Tyler said Abraham Lincoln, and I think Edward said but... Gandhi. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Copying him. Oh my gosh, you you are. Oh, the... no, no, I've got, I've he's just you. Person. He's you for real, for real. I'm so Edward Core. No, I've got a new person. I beat up Santa. Interesting. I didn't say mythical figure. Um, mythical. Sorry, my bad. Uh, uh, historical figure. Well, I'm Sorry. sure there was someone that was like Santa that gave out presents. And then, like you know, St. Nicholas? This... Yeah, yeah, St. Nick. Be up St. Nick. Be up St. Yeah. Nick. Fair enough. Reverse then... Christmas Carol. <laughs> and then uh, the final question is just who in general would you fight? Like, I guess it's kind of meant to be like someone in your personal life, I believe, is kind of the question. Oh, I'm beating up. I would fight... I love my parents, so it wouldn't be my dad. Um, <laughs> oh, true. Uh, all my friends are nice because I don't really hang out with people that I don't like. Yeah, well, um, that's good behavior. That's, that's like kind of like the bare minimum, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't like um, I guess I'd fight. I'd fight. I can't say that. I need to um not be yeah, liable. I can't promote this podcast now because I just talk shit about. um i'm 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 not fighting someone all right i'm cutting that out i can't say that um you're fine i mean uh i'm going i'll i'd fight max (sighs) yeah you know what fuck it i'd fight max see which one of us is the dominant host we need to we we've been been (laughs) co-hosts for too long one of us needs to be the host and the other person needs to be the second host should have the fight on the podcast, but all you hear is like, it's just like really weird sound effects. Yeah. Yeah, Just like puffing and puffing and snacking of skin. Oh, it could be anything. Yeah. Oh, it's like the guess where it's like, are they fighting or making love? (laughs) Too true. Um, but yeah, yeah, like yeah, I want who, which one of us is the Conan and which one of us is the guy who sits in the chair next to Conan, who no one knows the name of. Which one's one's Eric Andre? Which one is Hannibal? So that's different because they're both kind of like their own personality on there. Whereas with Conan, it's like there's Conan and then there's the other guy guy who. To be fair, because the thing is, is that I wouldn't mind being the Hannibal. Hannibal's funny. (laughs) He is so. Oh my god! When he's when I know this is soft topic. We don't. It's Uh, it's fine. When he's um, he like bites into the whole iceberg. (laughs) You gotta eat the lettuce. Right, just straight up eat the lettuce. Just randomly, it like appears in his hand, and he's just munching on it. That's so funny. I think no reason. <laughs> like the one who's like eating the chips while the person's trying to like talk. It's like crunch, crunch, crunch. It's so good. Uh, all right, that's that's the fan mail section, by the way. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't that's think we're gonna ask those questions by our loyal fans. Yeah, Thanks, guys me. I'm the loyalist fan of this podcast. I've been here since the beginning. <laughs> Since conception, I've been here. Do, 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 do. Fan mail. Oh. Since right. the dawn of time, there's been um, blockbusters. 
yeah, I stole, not only did I steal personality traits from Doctor Who, but also his ability to live forever. Damn. <laughs> That'll be actually. Oh. I'm so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. No, just play it, play it. Um, we're wrapping up. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, this has been the Blockbusted Podcast. I've been Mitch. And I've been Jazz all along. Hey. Wait, what? All along? That implies that there's a possibility it wasn't you all. Oh. Or was it? The Eldritch Monster's back. Balls. It's messing with us. Um, <laughs> you can send us questions, reviews, and warranted hate mail at blockbustedpotty at gmail.com. That's potty, spelled P-O-D-D-I-E. You can also find us on the app formerly known as Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the username BBPotty. Jazz, do you want to uh, shout out any of your socials or anything? Um, Sure. Although I'm not a lot of, much of an influencer. It's just my Yeah, Instagram. neither are we. That's why um, we don't do our personal ones. Do you want to put, you could, what we could do is we could put your letterbox in the, um, the show notes or something like that or i don't know you put that in because i've written nothing on there like i need to get my shit oh, together dude you need to start letterboxing uh, maybe i'll promote it and then that will give me um motivation to write stuff in there yeah. to be fair no one's joined us from this by the way like you'll you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> maybe let's not um <laughs> i don't need to promote anything cool if you love if you loved hearing me here, you should watch more of Blockbusted in the future because yeah. I'll be here for a few more. Woo-hoo! Yeah, two more at least. And then maybe another one next year. Who knows? That'd be delight. Who, who knows? <gasps> the world's our oyster. I love a muscles guy. This week, uh, I am asking you to pick a fight with a stranger and lose. Just like in the movie. <laughs> the movie of Fight Club. Do you reckon, like, how hard do you reckon it is to, like, just pick a fight? Do you reckon you could do it? If I could pick a fight with someone. Oh my god, yeah. I live in Brunswick. I'll just hop on the 19 tram and look at someone funny, and a fight is guaranteed. <laughs> Wait, just hop on a tram and you're good? <laughs> yes, it's like a hostile environment. <laughs> Yeah.